Get your Dead and Buried Treasures merchandise at redbubble.com with the search words Dead and Buried Treasures. T-shirts, travel mugs, hoodies, blankets, phone cases, and much, much more. You too can even take a shower with Captain Calico Drake with a shower curtain. This is ridiculous. How is this even possible? That's redbubble.com and use the search words Dead and Buried Treasures. So what are you waiting for? You too can be as cool as a pirate. Yes, of course. That's redbubble.com and search for Dead and Buried Treasures. Redbubble.com. That I thought I would dabble in the art world myself. That's redbubble.com and search for Dead and Buried Treasures. They'll no doubt want to pay top dollar for me service. WDBT, Pirate Radio, The Pirate's Booty, the official podcast of Dead and Buried Treasures. I'm Eric Sprouse, once again. You're listening to the after show of Dead and Buried Treasures, and tonight's show just ended. So we're in the middle of the aftermath, (laughs) that's a good word for it, I guess, of Dead and Buried Treasures and the Adventures of Captain Calico Drake. Tonight's show is sponsored by Redbubble. Get all of your dead and buried treasures merchandise, hats, t-shirts, hoodies, shower curtains, laptop sleeves, travel mugs, and all kinds of stuff, all, all kinds of pirate stuff, dress like a pirate. At redbubble.com, use the search word dead and buried treasures or shop our store on the site, Captain Calico Drake's store, Calico Drake, that is. And the show is also brought to you by Phoenix Comics and Toys the official sponsor of the Dead and Buried Treasures Fan Club, where you can get your own Captain Calico Drake decoder statue uh, to help you win valuable prizes uh, when you watch episodes of Dead and Buried Treasures. Secret decoded messages that I will send to you that you can only win prizes if you know the answer to our movie trivia and if you can decode the message that we're asking. So in order to play, you have to be a member of the fan club. And that's through Phoenix Comics and Toys. So for the next 30 minutes or 60 minutes or so, maybe hour, we'll see how long we play this game. The queue is now full. We'll be taking your phone calls at 412-691-3803. That's 412-691-3803. We'll be taking your questions regarding tonight's one-year anniversary show of Dead and Buried Treasures, where we just got done watching and hosting Horror Express. Uh, Lots of questions. We're starting to get into more of the mythology. Uh, You know, a friend of mine asked me about that mythology and said, what's going on with that? And I said, it's a lot like the X-Files, where we have a couple mythology episodes or maybe one or two mythology episodes, then we have some standalones. And uh, then we have another mythology to tease you, and then we have some standalones. We introduced a new villain tonight, Captain Walter Time. But... Is he the main villain or is he just a pawn of someone else? That's kind of the mystery we added at the end of the film, at the end of the episode. And for those of you who are new to the show um, or are tuning in and did not see the actual show, uh, if you're a fan of the old Wild Wild West, for you old timers out there, you probably know what that is. The adventures of Jim West and Artemis Gordon. But to the new people, the younger people, I don't even see it in reruns anywhere. It was kind of like James Bond in the Wild West. And you're probably, probably your only contact with that 
was uh, Will Smith's reboot of that series in the late 90s with Kevin Klein and Selma Hayek. And uh, it was good, but it just wasn't as much fun as the old adventures with Robert Conrad uh, who played Jim West and uh, Artemis Gordon and Dr. Loveless and was kind of fun but the point being there was a recurring villains that would come would challenge Jim West on that show and uh, to take or pay an homage to that show that's kind of like tonight's episode the first of many villains that will appear on the show but to what end is the question so we'll be taking your phone calls over the next hour, I guess. And uh, our first caller tonight with questions on the show is uh, Bill. Bill, how are things tonight with you? Hi, this is um, Bill from Belvern. I am a big fan of the show, and I think that Eric, I think that you are a great actor, and what you bring to the character of uh, the captain is wonderful. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to you playing like different characters and things. I like when he did the part of Gaylord, the, um, your, I forget what he was to you, but he was a relative, and I was wondering if you are going to bring Gaylord back, because he, he was just funny and different enough from the captain, that it seemed like it was two different characters, like, two different people playing him, and I, I would like if you would bring him back, or, and I was wondering if maybe you would bring other characters to the show uh, that you would play, but like, but like slightly different. Uh, I'll hang up the phone now and I'll let you um, respond. Thank you. Well, thank you for the kind words, Bill. Uh, yes, uh, Reginald Gaylord Drake is a character that uh, I was inspired to do him from an old movie called uh, Zorro the Gay Blade. And uh, George Hamilton played the role of Zorro. And in that film, Zorro got hurt. He twisted his ankle or broke his ankle or something. And uh, he asked his brother for help. And his brother was gay. And at that time, in the 1970s, uh, they made him very, very big and very flamboyant. And uh, if you can picture Zorro, you know, who wears all black, now picture him in all bright gold or all bright blue, or all bright purple. Um, and he was out saving Mexico, like Zorro did. And uh, I even stole the little handkerchief thing that he does. I love that. It, it was a fun movie. It was actually my mom's favorite film. And so uh, when I created the character of Reginald Gaylord Drake, uh, I actually took the name from Smoking the Bandit 2 when Jackie Gleason's gay brothers help him try to catch the bandit. And one of them, I believe, was called Reggie or Gaylord or maybe Reginald Gaylord Justice, I think. Uh, <laughs> so when I created the character, uh, I did it with the uh, theme of him only being a one-timer, but he seems to have caught on with the fans so much that I probably will be bringing him back quite a bit. I know he came back in tonight's show briefly. He will be back in a couple other episodes that I have already written, a couple of which have yet to be shot, but he will be back. Uh, when I created the show in the beginning, uh, a lot of people say, oh, it's like the Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy because you're playing all the characters, and that's true. I, 
I think Eddie Murphy did it because he's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I did it as a matter of convenience because I had nobody else. It was just me and my right hand and my left hand and my talent. And so I actually play the characters of Jack, Calico Drake, the captain, Davy Bones, Reginald Gaylord Drake. Um, you know, I play all these characters on the show. I even played uh, tonight's villain, the voice of uh, Captain Walter Time. So uh, the only one I don't play is Dirty Gertie. <laughs> I think that'd be a little hard. We needed some uh, female sex appeal on the show, and uh, I think that would be a stretch for me at best. So um, I uh, am having a lot of fun with it, and Reggie will be back, I'm sure, uh, because I have fun playing him. So, uh, get your calls in now, 412-691-3803, that's 412-691-3803, you're listening to the uh, official podcast of Dead and Buried Treasures, the after show, The Pirate Booty, and next we have a, fall, we have a call from Sam. Sam, how are you tonight? Hey man, this is uh, Sam from Ross Raven, uh, just call and see... I'm a big fan of the Hammer Horror films, Christopher Lee and Peter Cushion, and uh, I didn't know, like, how hard is it to get copyrights for that? Like, can you air that stuff? Like, is it public domain, or are you not allowed to air that kind of thing? Because it is like a classic uh, Hammer Horror film. Uh, I just wanted your thoughts. I assume uh, that the Universal films are hard to get because of the, the big company, Big Brother, you know? But, uh... But yeah, I was just curious about the Hammer films, and if you have any hard time getting any of those, because I love those films. Um, you know, they're just, just classy and English and all that stuff. Well, thank you for your interest, Sam. I appreciate the call. Uh, first of all, public domain films. Let's let's so everybody understands what that is. Public domain films are films that are available because the copyright no longer works. It no longer exists. It's either run out or the film was never copyrighted in the first place. Um, and we actually had a problem with tonight's film. Originally, this weekend for our anniversary show, we were supposed to host uh, the UK, uh, they call it the Satanic Rites of Dracula. And that's what they, how they released it in the UK when it was made over in London. But the American version was called Count Dracula and His Vampire Bride, uh, starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. And... I did a lot of research on this and discovered that it's completely public domain. I probably had two dozen different websites telling me, hey, it's public domain. Uh, but it's chapter three in a three-part trilogy that they made two other Dracula films, uh, Dracula AD and Dracula 1972, both with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. And remarkably, the third chapter was public domain. And uh, so we were going to host it here for the anniversary. But when I tried to put it on YouTube, YouTube pulled the film, gave me a strike and said, Warner Brothers will not allow you to use this movie. Yet it's a public domain film with the Library of Congress, uh, which I kind of think trumps YouTube. And this is no offense to YouTube. YouTube, they care less. They're just a third party doing a courtesy for us, airing our videos on this huge uh, network where you can broadcast yourself. 
and uh, they don't want to get involved. They're just saying, hey, look, we're, we're told it's public, do it's not public domain, so you can't do it on our network. Sorry. So I had to re-edit the entire film. This was supposed to be out in early January. This was supposed to be our January show. So I had to re-edit the entire show with Horror Express with, again, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee to keep the same feel. Uh, and you never know if it's public domain or not until you upload it to YouTube and you find out. Now, our show typically is not a YouTube show. I am a Pittsburgh horror host. But as it turns out, even Horror Express was copyrighted in Spain. But it, uh, the name of the movie is something Spanish I couldn't even pronounce if you paid me a sack of pirate gold. But, uh, so, but in America, it is covered under the non-copyright clause, the public domain films, Horror Express, that is. But I believe it is copyrighted in Spain, so we can't show this episode of Dead and Buried Treasures in Spain. Isn't that weird? So, it is difficult. We don't consider ourselves a YouTube show. I'm a Pittsburgh horror host, but YouTube goes around the world. So, uh, it's not something that I, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. We just switched out the movie. It was a little bit more difficult. And uh, we just switched out the film and went from there. So yeah, we double, triple, quadruple, quintuple check to make sure the movies are public domain. We'd rather host a public domain film than one is copyrighted anyway, so we can show it as part of a package with our show. Um, so we do that homework to make sure. But for example, YouTube pulled it immediately and we, you know, had some initial problems jump-starting this episode. So, yeah, we have to double-check all that stuff and make sure uh, that everything's okay, that it plays nicely. So, okay, uh, our next call, we have Jim from the Berg. Uh, I think he's from the Pittsburgh area. He's uh, in our queue. It says Jim from the Berg. So, uh, Jim, how are things tonight going? How are things in Pittsburgh tonight? Hey, Eric, this is Jim from the Burr. <laughs> I want to thank you for having me on the air. I'm a long-time viewer, really both on TV and the Monster Channel. I actually caught you on the Monster Channel before TV. So you can imagine how I was surprised I was to find out that you were right here in the Burr, Pittsburgh, oh, no kidding. PA. Small world. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just a quick question for you. Um, will you be doing more of that mythology uh, show soon? I mean, I, I know I know you, you did uh, the anniversary show uh, tonight, but uh, will you be doing more uh, episodes like that one? And quiet in mind, got to know. <laughs> Keep up the good work, buddy. <laughs> well, thank you, Jim. Uh, appreciate the call. Uh, yes, uh, we are going to be doing more mythology shows. I have a lot of fun with the mythology. Um, tonight was one of those shows. Uh, there wasn't as many laughs tonight as there normally are. The standalones are really for the comedy, the, uh, the mythology. We try to keep kind of pirate-themed and what's going on. Something mysterious about the island of dead and buried treasures, you know. So, uh, yes, the answer is we will be doing more mythology episodes. Uh, this was a follow-up episode from the one last summer, I believe, that we introduced the siren, the message in the bottle aspect. Um, and um, 
I believe we hosted, it was a double feature, a, a two-part episode. I think it was I Bury the Living and Chopping Mall was our mythology, was a part of the mythology back then in those two episodes where we introduced the uh, movie Tree of Life on the island. So yes, this is part of the mythology. Uh, you have to stay tuned to see where we're going. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, a great ride. And uh, so you're, to answer your question, yes, we are going to be doing more mythology episodes. Now the next episode, the next couple episodes, I believe, are standalones. But we get back into the mythology with more uh, with Captain Walter Time and more about who the big villain is coming later this year. We're just starting our second season, so there's a lot yet to come. A lot of fun. Uh, Kenny from Peters Township. How are you tonight, Kenny? Hey, guys, I just wanted to say, Army Hardies, keep up the good work. <laughs> keep up the good work, and I hope you have a bunch of good movies in 2020, me matey. Arr. 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 I think you guys are doing a good job, and uh, just keep up the good work, and you should uh, concentrate uh, on horror movies dealing with pirates and their ships. I think that would be pretty good. I can't really think of anything offhand, but uh, keep up the good work and Thank you for the call, Kenny. Uh, you know, it's funny you bring that up. His name is Kenny, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you for your call. Um, it's funny that you brought that up. Um, we. I don't know off the top of my head um, a haunted pirate movie. Uh, a haunted pirate movie and, and their ships. That's an odd request. Uh, the only thing I could think of is like The Fog. Uh, I, there's a few public domain movies that are pirate movies, but they're not horror movies. Uh, I guess maybe The Terror might no, the terror is not really a pirate film. I know there's a couple out there. I think uh, uh, not Treasure Island, but uh, maybe Treasure Island is. I'd have to double check on some. There's a couple pirate films I think of off the top of my head that might be horror related, but they're more pirate and adventure related, those kind of things. And I don't think you're going to find one that um, is horror related. That's hard. I'd say The Fog is probably the closest you get. It's not even really a pirate movie. It's about a pirate ship or the Elizabeth Dane back in the day. Again, it's not even pirate-related. I'd have to search for that one, Kenny. That's a good question, but uh, thank you for the kind words. You're listening to the official podcast of Dead and Buried Treasures, WDBT, The Pirate Booty. And these are your booty calls that we're taking. Uh, tonight's anniversary show just ended. And uh, we are taking your calls from, well, wherever you call from. Call right now, 412-691-3803. That's 412-691-3803. Uh, Russell, you're on the booty call with Eric Sprouse. Russell? Uh, yeah, I have a question. Um, Good. I want to know how long the William Thom character was planned out so that at the end there was that twist. And also, yeah. is the skeletal form of William Thine, uh his true nature, like his true self, or will he be played by Rich again? Like, 
you know, is he a shapeshifter or does he have like superpowers? <laughs> um, anyway, enjoy the show. Happy anniversary, gang. All right. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call, Russell. Um, Captain Walter Time was a character that was created uh, last summer, uh, the summer of 2019. Uh, We never had him on the show. We talked about him as a cliffhanger of uh, that episode we introduced the siren in. I believe we hosted the movie Chopping Mall. It was a two-parter, and the other part was I Bury the Living. Uh, so it's taken this long to evolve. I didn't know how to introduce him, to be honest. We didn't know. I know he wanted to, we needed a good villain on the show. And I needed a couple good villains over time. So the more I started to evolve the character of uh, Captain Walter Time, the more I thought to myself, well, um, maybe um, we could draw this out and have a couple more villains out of this. And, you know, so what you saw tonight was his true form. Uh, he's not a shapeshifter. He, I, I'm not going to get into that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, he's an evil pirate. You know, he wants to know the location of the island. And his reasons so far are unresolved. You don't know why he wants to know the location of the island. Uh, just that he does. You don't even know if he's working alone, if he's working for someone, if he's part of a team. It was just a projection that Calico Drake seemed to foil when he shot his gun into wherever the projection was of Captain Time. So uh, he will be back on the show in some way, shape, or form. Uh, And I am really looking forward to maybe having a battle. Uh, Maybe I combine a couple of callers. We can host a pirate movie with pirate adventure and battles and cannonballs and all kinds of stuff. And then we could be doing the same thing with the hosts. I really like the idea of doing a battle. Uh, One of my favorite scenes... In, from my childhood and probably maybe all time was Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan with Captain Kirk and Khan battling each other over a battle of wits you know throughout the whole show and I loved loved one of my favorite scenes was uh, where they confront each other on the the bridge and Khan surprises Kirk and he thinks he's got him where he wants him and then Kirk uh, implants that code to bring the shields down of the reliant and then he fires back and i love the battle of wits and i'm thinking about doing something like that with captain time or another villain in some way shape or form i i'm having a lot of fun with that so uh that is his real form i i like to do the animatronics i think they're fun if you do it right and uh it, it looks cheesy i get it i know it's cheesy it's 100 percent cheese but so is our show and that's what makes it so fun it's fun for adults it's fun for uh uh for kids it's just the way we roll so so thank you again uh russell from erie pa oh that was from erie pa oh okay just double checking you're listening to the official podcast of dead and buried treasures um Tonight's show is sponsored by Redbubble.com, where you can get your Dead and Buried Treasures merch, uh, hoodies, backpacks, t-shirts, shower curtains, bath mats, uh, travel mugs, laptop sleeves, you name it, they got it at Redbubble.com. Use the search word Dead and Buried Treasures, and you can shop Calico Drake's store. Um, And it's also brought to you tonight by Phoenix Comics and Toys. The official sponsor of the Dread and Dead and Dread of the Dead and Buried Treasures fan club, 
where you can get your Calico Drake decoder statue where you can win valuable prizes uh, on the show when you have to decode secret messages from Calico Drake. So act now. Check it out. Uh, Redbubble.com and Phoenix Comics and Toys. They're both online. Give them a call. You, speaking of giving a call, you can give us a call as our queue is still full. We're going through calls that I can't believe that this is still full so late. Can you believe this? Being so late? I know. The show just ended. Dead and Buried Treasures. This is our after show. The Pirate's Booty. And up next is Cooper, who is apparently calling from Cincinnati. Cooper, how are you tonight? Yeah, my question is, the anniversary show, I, I thought it was wonderful. Great job. Um, my question is, during the uh, award scene, when Captain Calico Drake's holding up the, the Golden Award, um, what is that award from? Is that the one that you won from Buffalo Park TV or uh, TV <laughs> Or, you know, what uh, what kind of award is that? Um, I, will, I will hang up the phone. You can answer the question. Uh, and happy anniversary, guys. Good job. Thank you, Cooper. I appreciate that. It's funny that you asked that question. Um, that is a 2010 Telly Award, uh, believe or 2011 Telly Award that I won when I was a college professor at the Art Institute of Ohio in Cincinnati. And uh, the Art Institute closed a lot of its schools and got rid of a lot of its stuff. And that's a, an award I won when I did a when I did a series of culinary videos for the cooking, for the uh, culinary school at the Institute. Uh, that is a telly award. Um, that's funny that you brought, I've had a lot of people ask me, about this. is that an Oscar? Is that an Emmy? I'm like, no, no, that's what they call a telly award, which the same people that make the um, Oscars make those statues. And it's heavy. Let me tell you what, that thing must weigh about 10 pounds. I'm not even kidding you. It's it's huge. It's gold. It's it's beautiful. And it's an award I won for um, the school uh, back in the day, about a decade ago. <laughs> so I took it for my own personal repertoire. A lot of the props and stuff you see from the show, I take from my own personal repertoire of movie props and things I've worked on over the years. I've worked on a lot of movies over the years. Uh, I've directed a few, I've produced a few, and uh, I've worked on a lot of them. A lot in the Pittsburgh area, <clears throat> mostly too, like uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, Night of the Living Dead, the, the, the remake that is, I'm not quite that old. Uh, Striking Distance, Sudden Death, Inspector Gadget, I've worked on a lot of movies over the years, Mothman Prophecies, um, and uh, so I have a lot of Groundhog Day, you know, I have a lot of pictures and props and things of that nature that I've done. But I've also done other series, too, and uh, that happened to be uh, an award I won about a decade ago. Okay, so get your calls in, 412-691-3803. Our next call is coming from, is this right, Houston, Texas? Is, it, is that right, Houston? Houston, Texas. Okay, this is coming from Houston, Texas. Oh, you know why? Because of our YouTube show. Yeah, because it's on YouTube. That's right. Okay, so our next call is coming from Houston, Texas. How's things in Texas tonight? Hi, Captain. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, thank you. Listen, we stay up late every week. We watch your show religiously. Um, really good cliffhanger this week. And I was wondering what was going to happen with the pirate captain that Siren mentioned a few episodes back. Uh, captain Time? 
My kids love the show too this week, and we were wondering, um, can you give us any insight uh, without revealing too much about Captain Time? I gotta tell you, Reggie, all the characters, it blew us away this week. So good. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Um, <laughs> we we just kind of we answered that uh, call just now actually. Um, Captain Time is somebody that's going to be here for a while, um, and obviously he's been in the mix now for a few months, um, and he's just now starting to surface. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, but there's a lot yet yet to happen with the show and. We're, have, we're just taking our time. We want to craft. You know, I thought about this the other day. This isn't a weekly show. This is a monthly show. So we kind of, kind of craft these things just right to make sure that it looks good, it sounds good. We don't like to do a, an episode that's not quality. We like to have high production values on our show. And I know that there are a lot of other horror hosts out there that do the same thing. There are some other horror hosts out there that just don't care. Uh, they just kind of like, you know, hang out in front of a camera with their makeup on and go, ha ha, boo ha ha ha. And now here's uh, Plant Day of the Triffids or Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. And they don't really, they're just kind of introducing the show and then they'll cut in about every half hour and say, ha ha ha. You know, and then they say, okay, and now back to the movie. They just want to be in it. <clears throat> and that's fine. Uh, there's no problem with that. But there are other horror hosts out there that like to have high production standards. Sven Gulli is one of those in Chicago. Uh, the uh, Mummy and the Monkey uh, are just now getting on their feet. The Fright Night Theater does that. Uh, so they, they have like high production values and like to do some fun stuff. And we're one of those too. We like to have good audio, good video, good show. So um, yes, Captain Time will be back, uh, obviously, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, we have another caller on the line. <laughs> This is Colin from Charleroi, Pennsylvania. Uh, he's been on the show before. Colin, how are you tonight? Hey, this is Colin. This is Colin from Charleroi. Hi, Colin. Third time caller, long time viewer. Just want to know if uh, you ever considered maybe branching out and doing like some kung fu movies or other like low budget movies that are. Not necessarily public, well, that are public domain, basically. And um, if you've ever thought of, like, airing things that are maybe not horror, but are also very fun and cheesy, you know, like the, uh, the, the kung fu genre. Um, all right, I am interested in hearing your opinions on this. <coughs> and uh, I will hang up now so you can answer. Thank you. Well, thank you for your call, Colin. Uh, it's nice to have you on the show, as always. Um, no, <laughs> I have not considered doing any Kung Fu movies. Uh, it's a, a kind of a horror show and I know that there's probably Kung Fu movies out there. They're cheesy, the old 60s, 70s Kung Fu movies. I, I just, I just never got into that kind of stuff. You know, it's kind of like wrestling. Uh, there's an audience out there for pro wrestling. I never really cared about it. It's just like the male soap opera. I just, I didn't care about it. And, and uh, I just never really had a big thing for Kung Fu. No offense to Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee or anybody else. I, they would kick my ass in an alley. Uh, but I, and I respect that. But I just never really 
thought about it, never really cared about doing it, so I just never did. So, um, that's the end of that, really. Uh, so, but I appreciate your kind words on the show uh, and uh, your suggestion. Keep them coming. We always like to hear them. And uh, speaking of which, you keep your calls coming. 412-691-3803. That's 412-691-3803. You're listening to The Booty, <laughs> the Pirate's Booty, uh, the official podcast of Dead and Buried Treasures. This is our after show. We'll be right back after this. Yo-ho! Yo-ho! <laughs> Don't miss the absolute worst in monster movie mayhem on Dead and Buried Treasures. Weekends at 11. That's Friday and Saturday nights beginning at 11 and going until roughly 2.30 a.m. Right here on your local Fright Network affiliate, our flagship station, BPTV. It's like dinner and a show, Jack. A, a night at the opera. And don't miss our Fright Network pre-show at 10.30, where Fiore from the movie review show Outtakes with Fiore and series creator Eric Sprouse take you for a behind-the-scenes tour with insight into making each episode. Plus, your chance to win even more horrific prizes each week. Pretty good stuff, don't you think? What do you think? So wake the kids and phone the neighbors this weekend and every Friday and Saturday night at 11 with our pre-show live at 10.30 on this Fright Network affiliate and our Facebook and YouTube pages. <laughs> there are just so many people to thank for such a long list. <laughs> if you dare. <laughs> Get your Dead and Buried Treasures merchandise at redbubble.com with the search words Dead and Buried Treasures. T-shirts, travel mugs, hoodies, blankets, phone cases, and much, much more. You too can even take a shower with Captain Calico Drake with a shower curtain. This is ridiculous. How is this even possible? That's redbubble.com and use the search words Dead and Buried Treasures. So what are you waiting for? You too can be as cool as a pirate. Yes, of course. That's redbubble.com and search for Dead and Buried Treasures. Redbubble.com. That I thought I would dabble in the art world myself. That's redbubble.com and search for Dead and Buried Treasures. I, they'll no doubt want to pay a top dollar for me, service. We asked, and you responded. We're sorry, we're not home right now, we thank you for your call. We are such merry people, we love you one and all. Please leave your name and phone number, we'll call you back with luck. But if you should hang up too soon, go take a flying. Hi, sorry I missed you, just a little, a little message. <laughs> Our readers are standing by, call now. WDBT Pirate Radio, welcome back to the Pirate's Booty, where we're taking your booty calls in the aftermath of uh, the latest episode of Dead and Buried Treasures. We just got done hosting Horror Express, and uh, things are starting to heat up for Captain Calico Drake and his adventurous crew. I'm Eric Sprouse. Tonight's show is brought to you by Redbubble.com, the official supplier of dead and buried treasures merchandise 
uh, hats, t-shirts, hoodies, book bags, you name it, they got it at redbubble.com. Use the search word Dead and Buried Treasures once you go to the site uh, and shop Captain Calico Drake's store. Uh, The show is also brought to you tonight by Phoenix Comics and Toys, the official sponsor of the Dead and Buried Treasures fan club, where you can get your decoder statue and decode some messages that I'll be giving you over the course of the next season, the second season here, uh, where you can win valuable prizes and all kinds of stuff. Uh, But in order to be able to do that, you have to be a member of the club uh, to win these prizes. So get your membership at the official Dead and Buried Treasures fan club today. That's through Phoenix Phoenix Comics and Toys. We'll be taking your calls for another half hour or so, I guess, at 412-691-3803. That's 412-691-3803. Get your calls in now. Our queue is... Uh, we, still have, we still have a couple open lines open, but they are filling fast. Uh, I'm Eric Sprouts, of course, and I'll be here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Getting back to our calls, this is Paul from Washington. Paul, what's going on? I was calling uh, because I was just at Steel City calling, and I saw Pittsburgh Dad there. And I was wondering if you were ever going to make any kind of public appearances or anything like that, because... I love the show, the whole family watches it, and uh, wondered if uh, there's any chance I could get to meet you and get some autographs. All right, great show. Later, buddy. Well, thank you for the kind words, Paul. Um, You know, it's funny that you bring up Pittsburgh Dad. Uh, I I was at at Steel City Con. Now, you say you were just there, I don't think a couple days ago. I think it's more like a month ago, (laughs) back in December. But I went to a Steel City Con as well in December. I went out of character. I was not dressed up as Calico Drake or anything. I just went as Eric Sprouls, you know. I bumped into Calico, or I bumped into a Pittsburgh Dad. Funny story about him. Um, he's starring in Bi- Bigfoot the movie. And they're doing a sequel to that now called uh, Bigfoot the Movie 2, I guess. Uh, in another life, I was a college professor. And uh, Jared Shaw was a former student of mine who, if you look around my my page, not the Dead and Buried Treasures page, but my page, In Neon Guy, uh, you'll see a college soap opera there called In Neon. And it was about 15 episodes long. He was one of the stars in it, and uh, he's graduated, moved on. He's now directing his own films. He directed Bigfoot the movie that has Kurt in it uh, from Pittsburgh Dad. And... uh, I talked to uh, Kurt there at uh, the convention for a while, and we're trying to maybe get together and have a crossover episode, or at least have uh, a cameo of Pittsburgh Dad on the show. Uh, We talked briefly at the convention, and I have to arrange some of the details, but maybe look for something materializing like that um, in the summer, or maybe in the early fall, September, maybe Halloween. Uh, like I said, our next five episodes are written uh, throughout June. And then we take a bit of a break in July and August. Then we come back again in September, October for the rest of the year. And uh, I think that's I think that might happen. We might have Pittsburgh Dad on the show. Uh, we already had uh, the Wild Thing, the mascot from the Washington Wild Things on the show. That was a lot of fun. And uh, the Pirate Parrot. Uh, we're trying to get as well. So that'd be kind of a nice crossover. Um, but uh, 
uh, as far as me doing uh, autograph signings and things like that, uh, we're going to try and maybe have a booth upcoming at Steel City Comic Con. Or I, guess, it can't, I guess you can't call it that now because of uh, San Diego, but it's called Steel City Con. Uh, let's get the title right, Sprouse. Um, <laughs> so uh, I might be, we might have a Dead and Buried Treasures table with the one in Pittsburgh. Probably not March, but the one over the summer we might in August, I think. So uh, keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll let you know for certain. And you might even see a Calico Drake sighting at that con. So, to answer your question, probably and yes. <laughs> 412-691-3803. That's the number to call. The Pirate's Booty will take your booty calls all the way up for another, probably, I guess, I don't know, 30 minutes or so until the show ends or until the queue runs out, until I get too tired. This is the after show, the official podcast of Dead and Buried Treasures, and we're kind of wrapping up tonight's episode uh, in our post-show. Uh... This next call is from Pittsburgh. <clears throat> is his name Guy? You just have Guy in the queue. <laughs> his name's Guy? G-U-Y. Oh, I just I thought you were writing Guy, like like man from Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, his name's Guy from Pittsburgh. And uh, I guess he was watching um, our weekend celebration, but he's in the PCTV viewing area, so instead of watching Horror Express, he got... Night of the Living Dead, is that true? Am I, or am I screwing these calls up? I think that's it. Okay, I think he was watching Night of the Living Dead tonight. Uh, Guy, how are you tonight? I was just calling to say I really like the Halloween edition and the introduction of uh, Reginald, uh, Reginald Gaylord Drake. I thought he was a welcome addition to the show. Um, you know, he was probably the funniest character on the show. Last week, I think, and I, I hope you bring him back for a later edition. I kind of think it'd be cool if he like hosted his own, maybe like co-hosted with Drake one week, or you know, just just hosted for one week. Um, and also, why is he like your great grandson and not just your twin brother or something like that? But I was kind of confused because you guys look pretty much the same age. But um, but yeah, anyway, I tell you, he's pretty funny. Thank you. Well, I thank you for the kind words there, Guy. Um, Reginald, we're getting a lot of nice feedback about Reginald. Uh, maybe I should make him the host. <laughs> and have Calico boot Calico Drake. Uh, but uh, the reason we made him the grand... What is it? The great, 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 great grandson. And not just his nephew. Is because, remember, uh, Calico Drake and his crew have time-traveled from the late 1600s to the early 21st century. So in order for him to have time traveled with him and been his nephew, he would have had to have been on the boat the entire time. Um, so we couldn't introduce him as his nephew because it's obviously too many generations between the late 1600s and the early 21st century. So we went with his great, 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 great grandson because I thought that would be a little bit funnier and make him more of a 21st century grandson than a one you would see in the late 1600s. So that's one of the reasons we uh, went with uh, Reginald Gaylord Drake as being a relative, but not just his nephew. And it's be and he looks a lot like Calico Drake because, well, guy, you're a detective. Uh, I I play both characters, 
So, so I play Captain Calico Drake, and I also play Reginald Gaylord Wigglesworth. Not Drake, Wigglesworth. So I have a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff. And because of that, uh, it's convenient that I happen to look like the same guy. <laughs> no, no pun, guy. <laughs> so there you go. That answers that. Uh, keep your calls coming. Uh, 412-691-3803. That's uh, 412-691-3803. You're listening to the Pirate's Booty. Uh, we're taking your booty calls uh, in the uh, uh, on the official podcast for Dead and Buried Treasures, a horror host show produced in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, you can hear it on iTunes. You can hear it on YouTube. Uh, and it's a lot of fun for us. So let's go right to our next call. This is, uh, who do we have in this? Is this Jack, you're saying? No, this one. This is Jack. Jack, how are you tonight? Hope things are doing well for you. Yes, I just wanted to know if the uh, ugly bad guy that you premiered tonight, you know, the skeleton guy, I just wanted to know if he was going to be on future episodes because it looks like, to me, he's probably going to be on there still trying to find the island where you guys are at. And um, so I just thought, uh, you know, Wouldn't that be like a recurring character, like Gaylord Drake and some of the others? Thank you. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. That's the first caller we've had tonight that said that. Thank you so much, Jack. I appreciate that. Yes, uh, we have said that all night, that uh, Captain Walter Time is a new villain we've unveiled on the show, and he will be recurring. A lot of the villains on Dead and Buried Treasures are going to be recurring. Uh, There's a lot of elements of my past and my fandom in this show and I really liked, uh, one of my favorite characters of all time is Batman, obviously. Uh, Spider-Man, that kind of stuff. And Batman would have recurring villains on the show, or in his comic book, all the time. Even the old Adam West show, they'd keep coming back, they wouldn't go away. So I needed to start introducing some bad guys, but I just don't want to have a bad guy of the week. Uh, when Smallville first started on the air, it was always Clark Kent experimenting with his powers versus the monster of the week. And that got a little tiresome. So you want to have a little bit of a mythology going and uh, not have too many bad guys because if you do that, then it's like Captain Calico Drake and his crew versus the threat of the week or the monster of the week. And I don't want to really want to have all that. So there's going to be some other adventures coming where Captain Time makes a recurring appearance and we'll get to that as soon as we... As soon as we can. 412-691-3803 is the number. Uh, WDBT, that stands for Dead and Buried Treasures, the official radio station of Dead and Buried Treasures. It's our official podcast. Uh, The after show for DBT. Uh, Tonight we have... uh, We're taking your calls, as always, and we have Stephen calling. Uh, This is Stephen from Donaldson's Crossroads. Here in Pennsylvania. Okay, this is Stephen. How are you tonight, Stephen? Oh, yes. Hello. I uh, finished watching the anniversary show, and I was uh, noticed the doll, the statue of Captain Calico Drake. I uh, was mentioned a few times throughout the show, and I was wondering if there would be a way that we could purchase those, and um, like if they, at the end, that like cliffhanger about maybe it looked like it might be starting a fan club, and I just wanted to know if that was maybe true or who would have to wait and find out uh, thank you um, have a good night and happy anniversary Bye. Oh, thank you very much Stephen I appreciate it happy anniversary 
to you for watching the show. It's been a fun ride thus far. Yes, that is a real item. I know we, there's a little confusion on that because he's part of the show. And uh, so that's why we had that little thing in the, in the credits where Rich came back on and said, Hey, this is a, an actual thing you can get. Uh, it's, uh, you can become a member of our fan club through Phoenix Comics and Toys. Uh, and you can become a member of the official Dead and Buried Treasures fan club. And one of the items you get is that actual statue. It's a decoder statue that is not only a statue uh, uh, of Captain Calico Drake. Uh, I was very flattered when they gave that to me on the pre-show back in December. Uh, the likeness is uncanny. <laughs> but uh, uh, yes, you can get that statue, and it's a decoder statue. So at the bottom of his sword, there's a little red dot, and when you line up the dot with the decoder at the bottom of the screen, I will be brought, or when we will be broadcasting secret coded messages to our fans or viewers, whoever watches. And uh, if you have this statue, you can decode these messages in order to win prizes on the show uh, regarding uh, monster movie trivia. But you can only, only play that game and get that trivia correct and win these prizes if you're a member of the fan club. So it's a nice little special thing we do as members of the fan club. And I think with the fan club you get the decoder statue, uh, a letter of certification because each statue is numbered. It's a limited edition number as well. Uh, a letter from Captain Drake welcoming to the fan club an 8x10 signed by Calico Drake and Jack. Uh, Jack is another prominent character on the show that uh, he's the uh, my Mikakatu, and uh, he gets a lot of notoriety. And uh, there's also a doubloon that's included in the bottom of that decoder statue that's also a keychain that uh, says uh, Dead and Buried Treasures on it. So uh, there's a lot of involved in that. You have to check that out. It's a, one of our sponsors for tonight's show, Phoenix Comics and Toys. I believe they're actually out of... Uh, we had a call tonight from Houston, Texas. Is that right? Yeah, I think they're out of Texas. I think... I want to say Houston, but I don't know if that's true or not. I think they're actually in Texas. It's funny because they're Phoenix Comics in Texas. And it reminds me of that scene in Forrest Gump where he says, Well, there was Dallas, and he was from Cleveland. And then there was Cleveland, and he was from, <laughs> you know, Pittsburgh. You know, and it's like... It was like one of those things. So... Uh, but yeah, so if you want to become a member of the fan club, absolutely, that statue is real. And if you want to have that uh, decoder statue, a nice, uh, it probably stands about, I'm guessing like eight. No, that's not true. A little bit bigger than that. It's probably maybe 10 to 12 inches tall. Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice statue. And we're going to have different limited edition statues released through Phoenix Comics as well. There's going to be another one released, uh, a 4th of July statue limited edition with red, white, and blue. There'll be another one that's Christmas where I'm in a Santa Claus suit. Uh, so we'll be doing those kind of things too. So that'll be a lot of fun along the way. And of course, if you go to see us at Steel City Con, uh, we'll have some of those statues at the tables and things of that nature and go from there. So, uh, so 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty. We're taking your booty calls. Uh, this is Don from... Denora, how are you tonight, Don? Hey, this is Don from Denora. Um, <laughs> I just watched the show with uh, Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. And uh, my question tonight was, uh, how did you do the dinner scenes with Calico Drake? You know, oh. the, at the award ceremony, um, 
you know, with with the crowd and you guys all there with the curtain behind you and everything. I just wondered how you uh, put that together. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for your call, Don. Uh, it was difficult. Um, I know it looks like we're all shooting this and we're all on stage at some big awards banquet and we're all just have cameras on our faces and it's easy just to go back and forth from each camera. Uh, but the, the secret behind the show is 100% of the show is a special effect. So at no time, and I say at no time, at no time did you ever see a character on screen at the same time. So all of my stuff and my close-ups were shot on one day. All of Gertie's close-ups and interaction was shot on another day. Uh, all of Rich's close-ups were shot in an, on another day. Uh, there's two cameos. There's one by Dave Cable, who's uh, Bethel Park's administrator for uh, their television station. His stuff was shot on another day. There's another uh, person on there from PCTV, that's Pittsburgh Television, Channel 21. Uh, Dustin Devine. His stuff was shot separately. Uh, I think his actually was shot on the same day as Dave Cable, to be honest. But it was very difficult. So, and, and then, of course, you want to have make, all the stuff with uh, Jack, the cockatoo, you know, Jack on the table, was shot on a different day. All of the voiceovers for Jack were shot on a different day other than that. All of Davy Bones' stuff was shot on a different day. All of his voiceovers were shot on a different day other than that. So, it, what's important is when you're having this dinner scene and this banquet scene, uh, what draws it all together is uh, the audience that we got a little bit of stock footage to utilize and, you know, e extreme timing. Uh, there's a scene, there's a, there's a moment where you see Gertie and uh, Captain Drake clink glasses together like, oh, I'll toast that, you know. Uh, and we had to plan that ahead of time. So when Gertie is actually moving her glass over to toast no one in the room uh i was offset and i clinked you know we have a technician clink a glass with her and then when you cut to me you're having me bring my glass back in the picture and gertie's not even there uh so it's 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 difficult but you have to have you have to have a bit of a screw loose when you're doing all this because and you have to remember a lot of things there's a also, at the end credits, where uh, Rich Kanji, our, our uh, pre-show, Walk the Plank host, is uh, for our pre-show, is talking about the statue, and then I come on screen with a gun, and I point at his face, and say, All right, get out of here, are you still here, what are you doing? You know, and uh, I was never there pointing the gun in his face. In fact, if you break that scene down and look closely, the funny thing is, is um, when you cut to me, I'm holding the gun in my left hand, pointing it at him, saying, you need to get off me boat. But when you cut to Rich... The gun is in the right hand of somebody wearing a black glove. <laughs> and if you look closely, I'm not even holding it in the right hand because I'm a doofus. And I didn't get that moment of continuity down in my head. Uh, so when it cuts to me holding the gun in my left hand, you cut back to Rich, all of a sudden the gun's in my right hand pointing it. Uh, that's somebody off screen that's not even me uh, on the same day that I'm shooting my stuff with Rich doing the dialogue. <clears throat> so... It's complicated, and there's a lot of scenes like that where you have to play off dialogue. You know, the siren, you know, uh, all of her voiceovers were shot on another day, and I put the bottle on set because that way it has some kind of continuity. And if you look closely, um, when you're seeing me sit in the shot, 
with the siren on the left side of the screen when it cuts to Jack, who's supposed to be on my right side. You see the Byron, the bottle now on the right side of the screen, just to the right of Jack. So it has some continuity, like he's sitting on the table with us. And uh, little things like that are important. And there's a, I'm pretty proud of the fact that... Um, there's a couple scenes where I think it's just after Dustin Devine from PCTV and Dave Cable, they say their speeches, and as they're walking out, you'll see Rich Kanji come on screen, and uh, it looks like they're there at the same time, and they weren't. We shot everything with a green screen, so we would superimpose each shot over another, so it looks like they're interacting on the same stage, same screen, same day, and it really wasn't. Dave Cable and Dustin Devine stuff was shot about two weeks prior to Rich Kanji. And then there's a scene where, that I was really proud of this one, where Reginald, you know, Reginald is on stage and he's giving his, I call it my eulogy, <laughs> but it was his speech to honor Calico Drake. And as he's speaking, he gets brushed off stage by Rich Kanji. And as he does, Rich is like brushing him off and you, his hand is actually, looks like he's batting him in the cape, like, get out of here, get out of here, you know. And I was really proud of that because when you superimpose these green screens over top of each other, again, I, I like to have high standards as far as quality video because it's completely unbelievable. It's like the old Batman show, but you still want to have good quality standards to make it all uh, come together. So those dinner scenes were very incredible, very difficult to do. A lot of strategic planning. In fact, uh, Dana Masino Kanji, who uh, plays Dirty Gertie, laughed because I had a, a map on the prompter uh, that we use for our dialogue. We shoot it like Saturday Night Live. We have cue cards and prompters and stuff. I had a dial. I had a map there to keep people straight of which way to look when someone would talk to another person. So we knew. Okay, I knew on my right is the podium. And on my right, just below the podium, is Jack. And then on my right, in the shot, is the siren's bottle. On my left is Dirty Gertie. On her left is Davy Bones, and so forth and so on. So I knew which way to look when people would give would talk. You know, like I'm trying to play off of their dialogue. Because if, if Professor Gertie is talking to me, and she's on my left, and I keep leaning to my right and looking to my right during that dialogue, it looks stupid. You know, I even have a thing where I'm sitting down at the table, and I keep looking up and to my right, because I'm visualizing there's a podium next to me with people standing at. So I have to be looking up at where Rich Kanji or some of the other speakers would be. And in reality, I'm sitting in my in front of a green screen in my studio looking at no one and that's the wonderful world of special effects and it's you know you know we just did a little local regional television show like here picture them doing star wars those guys have to be multi-talented uh so you know it's it's complicated how we did it but you know we brought it together and it's been a lot of fun so uh 412-691-3803 is the number for the pirates booty we're taking your booty calls during the after show here of Dead and Buried Treasures, we're breaking down uh, the last episode where we hosted Horror Express, our one-year anniversary show. Up next, it's uh, Dave from Bethel Park. Dave, how are you tonight? Um, hello. Yeah. Um, my name is David, and I am calling from Bethel Park. And I must say that um, the the costumes in Dead and Buried Treasures, like that, that pirate costume that Captain Calico Drake bears is so cool and just like you can detail and the the, the 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 parrot it's just fabulous i love it all it just cracks me up 
and I love horror. It scares me a little bit, um, but I just think that um, it just reminds me of Chili Belly, and like you know, I saw that stuff when I was young, and it scared me. It scared me, and what you do scares me. And sir, if it scares me, that means you're doing a good job, and I love it. And I treasure it. I treasure it like dead and buried treasures. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, David. And, and first of all, let me apologize for getting your name wrong. Uh, I, I said your name was David, and it, it, I guess it was David. <laughs> Sorry about that. I apologize. And thank you for noticing those costumes. It's not easy uh, doing this kind of stuff on a shoestring budget. You know, there, there's no, we don't have this million dollar budget where, you know, all these people, you know, we have all this money and all these bank accounts and stuff like that. We just don't have it. So, um, it's, it's difficult, and uh, I had to put those costumes together originally myself. Uh, it was the summer of 2018, I believe. Yeah, this is 2020. 2018, I went to the Renaissance Festival, the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival, and you can buy things down there. And it's pricey because you're buying them like at the cost of like these really nice vendors that they have there. But it's top-notch stuff. And I kind of put my pirate costume together, and even the hat with the feathers and the, everything, and uh, the the jacket I think I got from Spirit. Um, but the cloak that Reginald Gaylord Drake, Reggie, wears, the gold and black cloak and the hat, I got that from uh, the, the Renaissance Festival. And even the shirt, you know, with the strings in the front of it on the chest, so you can see all my manly chest hair. <laughs> I got that from the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival too, so um, it's it's uh, it's challenging putting all these costumes together. And then of course, Dirty Gertie puts hers together herself as well. You know how she wants herself give may give herself a little sex appeal and things like that. Uh, and the props I utilize from collecting them over the years on various motion pictures and movies and TV shows I've worked on and things like that. But uh, thank you for noticing the costumes. I really appreciate that. Uh, we're, uh, this is, uh, Eric Sprouse. I'm here on the, uh, Dead and Buried Treasures after show, The Pirate's Booty. We've been taking your booty calls most of the evening. We'll be right back after this. Get your Dead and Buried Treasures merchandise at redbubble.com with the search words, Dead and Buried Treasures. T-shirts, travel mugs, hoodies, blankets, phone cases, and much, much more. You too can even take a shower with Captain Calico Drake with a shower curtain. This is ridiculous. How is this even possible? That's redbubble.com and use the search words dead and buried treasures. So what are you waiting for? You too can be as cool as a pirate. Yes, of course. That's redbubble.com and search for dead and buried treasures. Redbubble.com. That I thought I would dabble in the art world myself. That's redbubble.com and search for dead and buried treasures. I, they'll no doubt want to pay a top dollar for me service. We asked, and you responded. Hi, I'm, I wanted to call in and just tell you that I just absolutely love watching Dead and Buried Treasures. My, I watch it with my kids, and my kids just think the bird is awesome. And I myself love watching uh, the ghosts and horror movies. It brings back a lot of memories. I used to watch those with my parents, and I just think the show is awesome and we need more shows like that 
Hey, I was just calling in because I wanted to say I like what you guys got going on there. I really enjoy watching because I used to watch shows like this back when I was a kid, and it, watching it brings back a little bit of nostalgia from before. And I just wish there was more uh, shows like this on the air now because watching it brings back all those memories of before, and it's just really nice to see all that. Hey, I wanted to call about the uh, the show for Dead and Dairy Treasures. Uh, just wanted to say, great show, um, especially during this time and in, in, in the way this country is. It's funny. Um, it's just a good, entertaining type of show. My family watches it all the time. Uh, it'd be great if we actually got to see it on TV versus sitting there on the iPad watching it um, or on the phone and watching it or whatever. But it's fun. It's very entertaining. Uh, it makes me laugh. Um, at the end of the day, we need more shows like that. And I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your effort putting into it. Uh, just a good time. I hope you keep doing it because we love watching it. Thank you very much. I just had to call and tell you that. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. There are no further messages. Ah! Operators are standing by. Call now. Ah! <laughs> and while you're picking yourself up off the floor from that one, mateys, let me introduce you to another great bit of casting. Dead and Buried Treasures is your weekend haunt. That's Friday and Saturday nights beginning at 11 with a new show the first Friday of the month right here on this Fright Network affiliate. Well, you certainly had that one loaded in a chamber. And don't miss our Fright Network pre-show at 10.30 where Fiori from the movie review show Outtakes with Fiori and series creator Eric Sprouse take you for a behind-the-scenes tour with insight into making each episode. Because I probably look significantly different than Captain Calico Drake, I do. <laughs> Plus, your chance to win even more horrific prizes each week. I should be hearing from the FCC any minute. So don't forget to call and leave your feedback on the show. Like this one? And ask questions where your Q&A will be read on the air. <laughs> like this one? <laughs> Welcome back to WDBT Radio. This has been the official after show, our official podcast for Dead and Buried Treasures as we posted the movie Horror Express. We've been on the air taking your calls on our official podcast for about an hour now. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on YouTube. Um, and we're going to wrap things up tonight. Uh, it's been great taking all of your calls. Uh, we're sorry we couldn't get to all of them, but it's an hour show, folks. Um, so we wanted to say again, thank you for all the happy anniversary wishes from everybody out there. It's been a wonderful uh, start to our second season with our premiere, and we're looking forward to doing a whole year's worth of fun. Um, keep tuning in on our Fright Network. And uh, a couple last things I'll mention before we leave tonight. Uh, what is our Fright Network? A Fright Network is a nice word to say because we're on all kinds of different cable companies that broadcast us at all different times. But off the top of my head, let me see if I get this right. And I, my engineer here can help me decipher this. On our Fright Network, we are on our flagship station we want to mention first. The very first station that took a chance on us, BPTV in Bethel Park, 
just outside Pittsburgh. We're on Channel 7 on BPTV. We're also on Verizon 32. And that carries a huge mass market area uh, in the Pittsburgh area. We're also on PCTV Channel 21. Oh, sorry, let me back up. <laughs> this gets to be confusing, I know. BPTV carries us on our flagship station Fridays and Saturday nights with our pre-show at 10.30 and our show at 11. That is correct. Our pre-show, Walk the Plank, at 10.30. Our main event at 11, um, except for this particular anniversary show where our pre-show was supersized and we were behind about a half hour, but it was a lot of fun. Now, PCTV Channel 21 in downtown Pittsburgh and surrounding areas carries us on Channel 21. Uh, they're on, we're on there sporadically. Our pre-show is all over the calendar as a, as a half-hour special all over. Sometimes it's on in the afternoon, sometimes it's on in the evening, sometimes it's on in the morning. Uh, it's nice to have because it, it kind of markets us at the same time. And we're generally on with our main show at PCTV uh, Friday and Saturday nights at midnight and 2 a.m. And it alternates. Uh, you really have to take a look at our Facebook page uh, for Dead and Buried Treasures to get the exact times. Or you can check in with the, their calendar on PCTV Channel 21. They have a rotating calendar or even on their website uh, for their times exactly. Now, the sad thing is about PCTV Channel 21, we have to cut our show down quite a bit uh, from what we're uh, liberally allowed to utilize on BPTV. So PCTV is a little bit more like a slender version of what we do. And we're also on uh, CUTV which is California University's television channel on Thursday nights at 7.30 and 8 o'clock. 7.30 with our pre-show, 8 o'clock with our main show. Uh, part of our celebration this past weekend for our anniversary is they hosted our show there. Uh, what was the movies? It was a double feature, uh, The Most Dangerous Game and A Bucket of Blood. Uh, so we're on Thursday nights there. Uh, that's uh, Channel 17 on Atlantic Broadband in Fayette County and Channel 61 on Armstrong Cable in portions of Washington County. That's like Bell Vernon, Brownsville, Charleroi, those areas. Um, and of course, we're also on the Monster Channel, Erie Late Night Television, the Monster Channel. That's WTMC. And you can check that out by uh, Googling them and finding our channel there. Uh, that's the Monster Channel, Erie Late Night Television. We're also on the Vortex which is, you'll hear us talk about a character, you heard it tonight in the show, Sluggo, wrote us a letter. She's the uh, president of the Vortex, and they are a 24-hour horror host network. So you can always check out Sluggo and the gang there. Uh, and we're there as well. And of course, you know, we're on YouTube the Sunday night after a new episode premieres. And I wish I could tell you exactly when. I wish I could say, well, the first Friday of the month, uh our show premieres so you can check us out the first Sunday of the month on YouTube if you don't live in the Pittsburgh area. I wish I could say that and I can't because this is a good example of one of those times that that was supposed to happen in January of 2020 but like I said when we uploaded the show to YouTube uh, YouTube pulled the show and said we can't air that and like I said I'm not blaming YouTube they're a third-party vendor they they're doing it as a courtesy uh, we don't, and we're not a YouTube show. I don't consider us a YouTube show, although we do it as a premiere. We stockpile our show there, so we have some place to put it. 
And that's it. I consider myself a Pittsburgh horror host, not a national horror host, but it is there for the world to see. And we do get a lot of, uh, we had a couple calls tonight. We had one from Houston. Uh, we had one from Portland, Oregon on our uh, Walk the Plank pre-show last time. So there you go. That's our, uh, and we have more affiliates. We're, now we're going to be added, I'm told, to Comcast, all of Comcast, in the next month or two on channel 190 in Washington County, which we will be sharing the channel with the Meadows Racing Network. Um, more as that unfails, but that will be an 11.30 Walk the Plank pre-show start time and a midnight start time of the main event, Dead and Buried Treasures. So, special thanks to everybody who helped out tonight. Our producers, Scott Bowman, uh, Rich Kanji, uh, Dana Messino Kanji, uh, and everybody else, our engineer who helped out here at uh, WDBT Pirate Radio, the Pirate's Booty, where we take your booty calls after a new episode premieres. It's our official podcast for Dead and Buried Treasures, a horror host show in the Pittsburgh area where you can hear us on iTunes and YouTube. It's been a lot of fun. Happy anniversary. Uh, it's going to be another fun ride for a second season, and we look forward to it. And uh, we have supersized this show. It's now gone over an hour. <laughs> but we just wanted to make sure we got all your calls in. Thanks again for having us. It's been a lot of fun. We will see you next month with a brand new show. Now, i I, I got to say this. My engineer is giving me the cut time, but i got to say this. Our next movie, we're going to host Barbara Steele, the very curvaceous original Scream Queen. Everybody says Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween is the Scream Queen. Uh, but uh, Barbara Steele was the original Scream Queen. She was doing a lot of uh, horror host or horror movies in the 60s. Jamie Lee came on in 1978. So uh, we're going to be hosting next time on uh, Dead and Buried Treasures. Look for it in mid to end of February, uh, Black Sunday will be the movie we host. Uh, and if something happens where that one's unavailable, uh, you know, if YouTube can't do it, I, I don't think we'll have any problems with that one. We may do Nightmare Castle or uh, Castle of Blood. Uh, uh, in the, uh, the one with Black Sunday, uh, it's about a witch who's condemned at the stake, but her ghost uh, comes around several hundred years later uh, to take over the great-great-great-granddaughter who looks just like her, ironically, uh, to possess her to see if you know she can spend the rest of her years looking young and gorgeous as only Barbara Steele can. Um, if not, uh, might be Castle of Blood, where a reporter tries to stay a, uh, the night in a haunted castle on a bet. Uh, there's a lot of good movies out there coming. Down the pike, we have uh, The Ghoul with Boris Karloff, a movie that was long thought forgotten uh, coming up in the months to come, as well as... Um, uh, there's a Jack the Ripper is making his appearance with Jack Palance played uh, Jack the Ripper in what's the movie? I can't think of it. What's the movie? <laughs> you can't either. Uh, so, but anyway, we have a lot of uh, movies coming your way uh, on the world and the adventures of Dead and Buried Treasures. Just stay with us; it'll be a lot of fun. Thank you again to everyone who helped this evening. Thank you to all of our callers who called in. We'll see you next time on Dead and Buried Treasures. And remember. It's a pirate's life for me. We'll see you next time. This is Eric Sprouse. Take care.
not since Dracula stalked the earth has the world known so terrifying a day or night. It is I who renounce you, and in the name of Satan, I place a curse upon you. Black Sunday is like no motion picture you have ever seen. Sunday, the most terrifying motion picture you'll ever see. your dead and buried treasures merchandise at redbubble.com with the search words dead and buried treasures t-shirts travel mugs hoodies blankets phone cases and much much more you too can even take a shower with captain calico drake with a shower curtain this is ridiculous how is this even possible that's redbubble.com and use the search words dead and buried treasures so what are you waiting for you too can be as cool as a pirate Yes, of course. That's redbubble.com and search for dead and buried treasures. Redbubble.com. That I thought I would dabble in the art world myself. That's redbubble.com and search for dead and buried treasures. I, they'll no doubt want to pay top dollar for me service. Mm -hmm.